Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This bulletin, yes, campaigners for an Indigenous voice to Parliament urge all Australians to enrol to vote as opposition leader reiterates calls for a no vote. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese accepts invitation from China's president to visit later this year. And NATO says it has no evidence that Russia deliberately detonated drones over Romania. Campaigners advocating for an Indigenous voice to Parliament have encouraged all Australians to enrol to vote. Acting Prime Minister Richard Miles joined Independent MP Kylie Tink at a train station in Sydney, while Greens leader Adam Bant with Assistant Health Minister Kate Carney have been campaigning in Melbourne. Yes, 23 campaign spokeswoman Chloe Waiten says over 35,000 volunteers will be out and about speaking to the public until the referendum on October 14. So if uh, you are one of those people who uh, may not have made up your mind yet or may need some more information, please come and talk to one of our volunteers, uh, engage with our campaign uh, and be a part of what will be a unifying moment for Australians. In the meantime, opposition leader Peter Dutton says Australians do not have enough information to be able to vote in the upcoming referendum. Mr Dutton on Sunday said he would call another referendum if the upcoming poll fails, one that would recognise Indigenous people but not enshrine an Indigenous voice to Parliament in the Constitution. Mr Dutton has told 2GB important detail is lacking, which makes it difficult for voters to be able to make an informed choice. The Prime Minister and Noel Pearson and others have made a deliberate decision that they're not going to release the detail that I think millions of Australians have asked for and it doesn't seem to me that they're going to shift from that position, that they're not going to give the detail before the polling day on October 14. The Prime Minister has been clear that he'll give the detail after October 14. And you can find comprehensive information about the referendum visiting the SBS Voice Referendum portal www.sbs.com.au voice slash voice referendum. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is visiting the Philippines and he'll be meeting Filipino President the Filipino President today. Here's what to say ahead of the visit. Philippines is a critical nation uh, for Australia's interests. We have strong economic relations with the Philippines. We also have strong cooperation when it comes to defence arrangements. And in addition to that, of course, we have a a strong diaspora uh, in Australia. Prime Minister Antonio Albanese has accepted an invitation from, from Chinese President Xi Jinping to visit Beijing before the end of the year. Confirmation of the visit came during a meeting between the Prime Minister and China's second-in-command, Premier Li Qiang, on the sidelines of the East Asia Summit in Jakarta. This is what Mr Albanese had to say about the meeting. I was very pleased to meet with Premier Li today in the margins of the East Asia Summit. 
and I am encouraged by the progress we've made since I met President Xi in Bali last year. We had a frank and constructive discussion, welcomed progress and renewed engagement. I raised a range of bilateral and other issues, including impediments to trade between our two countries, consular cases, as well as human rights. Uh, I also confirmed uh, the invitation from President Xi uh, that I would accept uh, an invitation and will visit China uh, later this year uh, at a mutually agreeable time. The bilateral talks between the two leaders come as both countries seek to ease long-running diplomatic tensions and resolve trade blockages on billions of dollars worth of Australian goods. And uh, this comes as Foreign Minister Penny Wong has appealed for Australians detained in China to be released to their families. In an interview with SBS News at the ASEAN conference in Jakarta, Ms. Wong also called for China to follow a 2016 tribunal decision in relation to its controversial claims to the South China Sea. Australian citizens currently detained in China after accusations of supplying state secrets overseas include Australian journalist Cheng Lei and writer Yang Heng Jun, while three other Australians await capital punishment in the country. Ms Wong called for the end of Ms Chung and uh, Dr Yang's detention but stopped short of saying Prime Ministerial visit would be subject to their release. I don't think it's a, it's a smart thing in international relations to establish hard preconditions publicly. What I would say is this. Uh, in relation to Ms Cheng Lei and Dr Yang, uh, we remain concerned about their ongoing uh, detention. We have put our view very clearly on behalf of the Australian people that we would like to see Ms Cheng Lei and Dr Yang reunited with their families. Transport Minister Catherine King has brought into question Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's claim he was unaware of the blocking of Qatar Airways during his July 13 phone call with Virgin boss Jane Hadrika. Ms King repeatedly refused to tell Parliament when she informed the Prime Minister of her July 10 decision, only saying it was before the media first reported it on July 18. The answer leaves open the possibility Mr Albanese or his office were told of the Qatar decision in the three days before his conversation with Mr. Ms. Hildeka, despite his insistence to the contrary. Agriculture Minister Murray Watt told Sky News he believed the Prime Minister wasn't aware of Ms. King's decision. Well, that's what he's told the Parliament, and I've got no reason to think anything anything different. I mean, what he has said is that he he did speak to the CEO of Virgin on July the thirteenth, um, and that and Catherine has made has advised that he was aware of this decision before, or his office was aware of the decision before she made it public on the eighteenth of July. I don't think that those dates necessarily mean that there's some vast conspiracy here. So I, I absolutely back him. Overseas NATO has said it has no indication that drone debris found on Romanian territory was caused by a deliberate Russian attack on Romania. Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg responded to claims made by Ukraine that drones had been detonated in Romania on Monday, September 4, during an overnight airstrike on a Ukrainian port across the Danube River. Romania, which is a member of the NATO, initially denied the Ukrainian allegations but later changed course on Wednesday with its defense ministry saying that parts of what could be a Russian drone had fallen on Romanian soil. 
Mr. Stoltenberg says that while it awaits the full outcome of an investigation into the debris, NATO has increased its presence on the borders of its Eastern European partners in response to increasing Russian military activity. What we have seen, of course, is uh, a lot of fighting and, uh, and also air attacks close to NATO borders. And we also had other incidents uh, in Poland and, and, and elsewhere. And therefore, uh, we have uh, increased our vigilance. We are closely monitoring what's going on um, uh, close to our borders. And we have also uh, increased our presence uh, in the eastern part of the uh, alliance. Gabon's new military leader say its ousted president, who has been under house arrest since he was deposed last week, is now free to travel. A spokesman for Gabon's military transition committee has said on state television that President Ali Bongo is now free to leave his home and travel overseas to undergo medical checks. The state of the health of the president, who suffered a stroke in late, in late 2018 that prevented him from carrying out his duties for several months, is unclear. And to sport in football, the Socceroos have begun their training sessions on U.S. soil ahead of next Monday's friendly match against Mexico in Dallas. Graham Arnold is not facing any injury issues and should have all his players at his disposal ahead of the game, which will serve as a great test for the 2024 Asian Cup and the 2026 World Cup qualifiers. The Socceroos coach has called up several new faces to the team, such as Sam Silvera, Cameron Bajes and Ashley Maynard Brewer. Silvera says he's looking forward to the Mexican challenge. Yeah, it's exciting. It's really exciting. It's a, a top team as well that um, have a lot of great players and that have had a lot of success. But um, again, the focus is here and we, um, I'm going to learn from the players that have been here. And uh, I mean, continuing on from the amazing uh, um, couple of games I had at the World Cup and uh, just want to continue that and hopefully add some more to, that, to this team. And then we'll go to Mexico and hopefully we'll, we'll go for the win. And having a look at the weather this Friday, Brom, sunny 36, Perth, mostly sunny 25, Adelaide, showers 14, Melbourne, showers and windy 12 degrees, Hobart, a shower 217, Albury, Wodonga, showers 11, Canberra, similar conditions 12, Wollongong, showers then sunny 20 degrees, Sydney, showers and mostly sunny 22, Newcastle, showers clearing 23, Brisbane, a shower 227, Townsville, mostly cloudy 28, Keynes, similar conditions 30, Alice Springs, sunny 21, Darwin, mostly sunny 33, and the Torres Strait Islands, a mostly cloudy day, and a top of 29 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.